0: This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt.
1: Friends, you're back listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour. If you missed any of the discussion on these radical abortion bills happening down at the state capitol, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast there, FrontierFreedomRadio.com. We've got a whole host, whole year's worth. We're almost celebrating our one-year anniversary, Jamie. I know. On this radio program. A whole year. Geronimo's been putting up with us the whole time. <laughs> you know, I learned, Geronimo, there's a microphone in there. You are t- you're just so quiet. You never talk. He runs the board for us. He's from KNUS. He's wonderful. But uh, he's been with us for a year as well. I think we need to get a cake, a little cowboy cake Celebrate celebrate. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> One year, and we have uh, we've had some incredible guests on this show, and uh, we'll have to celebrate that during the next show. But we are covering these radical abortion bills down at the state capitol. On the call with us is Brittany Vesley. She serves as the executive director of the Catholic Conference, the United Voice of the Bishops of the State of Colorado. A graduate of Colorado Christian University, she's out there making a tremendous impact. As well as joining us is Mary Bradfield. She's a state representative from Colorado Springs, Colorado, House Representative, or House of Representatives District 21. So, Brittany, you gave us an overview of these bills, but the one that's really driving a lot of attention is this kind of attack on pregnancy resource centers. First of all, what are these entities, these pregnancy resource centers, and why do the pro-abortionists seem to want to go after them?
0: Thank you, Jeff. Uh, pregnancy resource centers... Uh, There's about 51 of them across the state of Colorado. I think there's even more than that. And what they do is provide a continuum of care in many cases for the community. They care for women both prenatal and postnatal often by providing material items such as diapers and formula and clothing, but they also provide counseling in many cases or medical care in certain cases as well. That's the case here. In in Denver, and the Archdiocese of Denver, has actual medical care associated with the Marisol Health uh, Pregnancy Center that we operate here in the Archdiocese. So there's a lot of different ways that pregnancy centers serve our community, and they do it at no cost to the client, completely out of charity and a mission-driven, which is completely different than the abortion lobby does through Planned Parenthood and other similar abortion centers.
1: And they don't really cost the state anything. They're primarily, primarily, entirely driven by donors, people that believe in an alternative idea shocking to the idea that if you have a pregnancy that you don't want, you should just abort it. Their alternative ideas are here ideas about healthy family formation and ideas about. Adoption and other things out there that, that lead to life. So, uh, Representative Bradfield, I don't know. I think you were probably there the other day. Was Pregnancy Resource Day down at the state capitol. There were a lot of people there. Were you present when all those resource centers were down at the state capitol?
0: Well, yes, I was, and I looked around for the people who um, are leaving, uh, uh, heading up the pregnancy. Uh, center that's in my district I don't believe I saw them but um, if they were there I want to go on the record saying I am so sorry I missed you uh, I'm, because I know the important work that they have been doing and I am certainly appreciative of, of them and, there's... and by the way I want to congratulate you on one year of the, the this radio program
1: Thank you, Representative. That's very kind of you. Yes, we're having a lot of fun and bringing Christian conservative values, and, and Salem's been a great radio partner to work with. But um, So they host this Pregnancy Resource Center Day at the Capitol. There's 51 Pregnancy Resource Centers in the state. About 16 of them showed up. Very first one. And in many ways, they never thought they'd have to even go down to the state capitol, right? They care for Women and men facing a crisis pregnancy centers, not always the woman uh, that's alone in the decision. There's a men, man there as well. Um, and, and so we don't want to forget that. But um, they're, they're out there serving these couples, and they don't even think they have to go down to the state capitol and now have to defend themselves. Representative Bradfield, this bill is likely coming over to the House. It just got through the Senate. And, of course, it, you know, the Senate's closer in its alignment than than it is in the, in the House. There's a greater distinction between Republicans and Democrats. There are greater numbers of distinctions. And so it's likely coming your way. And what are you anticipating? What do you think you're going to hear uh, over on your side with regards to this issue?
0: Well, I do believe when I read the bill and I look at the summary and, and things. Um, I do believe that uh, this bill will come after pregnancy centers. They'll come after them by saying that their advertising is um, a violation and uh, that it's removing a choice that the woman can have um, uh, and that uh, they need to be abolished. Um, which is a shame because as you probably see it and I see it, uh, the pregnancy centers do not take anything away. They allow the, the uh, couple to make their own choices either way um, if they make a choice for life and really need counseling, help with prenatal care and uh, doctors, and especially after the baby is born, all those care uh, things that um, uh, are, can be offered, they offer are offered through the centers. Boy, that was just hard to get out. <laughs> so, but I do believe the bill, coming back to that point, I believe the bill is coming against pregnancy centers.
1: Yeah, and the argument they're making in this bill is that essentially, if you claim to, quote, help, somebody, you need to offer the entire spectrum of solutions to an unplanned pregnancy, which would include abortion. And they're using Mm -hmm. consumer protection fraud as the avenue that they're going to go after these pregnancy resource centers, so they want to involve the attorney general. And I think, he, Representative Bradfield, you're exactly right. They, they essentially want to shut down any type of opposition to the kind of pro-abortion work that's happening in the state. Bob Gardner, who's a senator from down in El Paso County, he made a great argument. So he goes, now imagine a car dealership is advertising they want to help you get a car. All right, same type of phrase, right? They want to help you get a car, but they car dealership doesn't offer every possible car that's ever been made. Uh, they offer a very specific set of car. So, do we use consumer protection fraud ideas to go after car dealerships? No, of course not. And and so you can see right through it. And I saw even some pregnancy resource centers. They said it was it would almost be laughable if it wasn't so serious because essentially what they're trying to do is is. Take down any opposition to their worldview. They can't imagine that there would be people out there that operate differently. And you know, they kind of brought out some examples, okay. but they were they were very they were very speculative, right? Of people maybe feeling shamed going into one of these pre- pregnancy centers because they didn't offer abortions. But there wasn't a long line of examples of people. Being fraud defrauded as a result of these, Uh, but on the other side, you had a lot of examples of people saying, "No, these pregnancy resource centers really helped me, and I appreciated that." So, uh, Representative Bradfield, I guess you you said it's going to be coming to you. You you read about it. You talked about how these pregnancy resource centers work in your community. We've only got maybe two minutes here, but. How do we change the culture in this state to maybe embrace the sanctity of life? What What is the work that you as a representative would encourage the average average listener to do to try to make a change in this state?
0: Well, I think the average listener needs to speak up. Um, I think they need to <clears throat> email uh, their representative and their senator, uh, and I think they need to... Um, especially email and contact the sponsors of these bills and, and um, express their displeasure with the bill and um, how it is certainly um, against the best interest of, of women and children and families. By. And then also I think uh, people have to um, realize and acknowledge that elections have consequences. They do that if this is what this is, if this is the person that you voted for and you don't like what he or she is doing here at the Capitol, you have the power to um, unelect them at the next election. But you also have the power to to uh, to to give your opinion to that representative or senator and ask them to think more carefully um, and to um, align their their vote and their uh, the, what the, they are deciding they want to have for a bill along with the wishes of their district. And, you know, with enough of that, um, most uh, legislators do look very carefully and say, you know, I think I need to... Uh, make some changes here in what I'm doing.
1: Mary Bradfield, a state representative from Colorado Springs, representing Colorado House of Representatives District 21. Thanks so much for being on the on the radio show with us. We appreciate it.
0: Well, I appreciate this opportunity, Jeff and Jamie, and thanks so much. I'll talk to you again sometime.
1: Another Faith Family and Freedom Award winner. We'll look forward to hopefully hosting her again on the stage at the Western Conservative Summit. Friends, it's hard to believe what happened to Colorado. I grew up here. Jamie, you grew up in Colorado as well. We now have marijuana, psychedelic mushrooms, homelessness, drug overdoses, school shootings, and we've become this now bizarre travel destination for abortions as well. Uh, it's a state that's spiraling out of control, and we really need a gathering. We need a place where we're all together to talk about these issues to be inspired to get fired up to make a difference that's what the western conservative summit is june 9th and 10th at the colorado convention center western conservative you can get your tickets there great lineup of speakers already eric metaxas lauren bobert who else do we have jamie seth Dillon. seth Dillon, the ceo, CEO of babylon b is going to be there so WesternConservativeSummit.com. We're going to continue this conversation with Brittany Vesley When we return, you're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour.